Ripping the ones and twos with the hottest new joints. What a cool DJ, 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 DJ. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your man, DJ P-Dog, in the mix, and you are tuned in to another edition of the DJ P-Dog in the mix podcast. And this is the roundtable. This is the show where we bring on a guest and we interview them and talk to them about things that are going on in the business, their experiences, and get their knowledge and wisdom on the business. That's what we do right here on DJ P-Dog in the Mix. And on this episode, I've got the great Esther Jones, who is a publicist guru, and um, she is formerly of the group Nelly Inc. She used to work with the rapper Nelly. She's going to talk about everything that's happened in her career, how she got started. She's going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. All of that right here on DJ P-Dog in the mix. But before we get into that interview, I want to let you guys know about a brand new sponsor of the show, of DJ P-Dog. I'm talking about GAC Brand, all right? God Almighty Creator, G-A-C, GAC Brand. They are a brand new sponsor to the show. And just a little bit about GAC. GAC is an American streetwear brand which launched in 2016. GAC is an acronym for God Almighty Creator. Their mission is to push the importance of knowing that God is the ultimate reason for human creativity. They communicate to their audience by using a nostalgic and laid-back approach that spreads positivity through their brand. The lightning bolt is a symbol for light in a dark world. Their slogan is never limited, which is the reference from the the passage Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Check out GAC brand, www.godalmightycreator.com. They got some great, some great clothing, man. Great t-shirts, great sweatshirts, jackets, the whole bit. Go there, check them out. And um, shoot them a text message or, or a Facebook message or whatever. When you make that order, and let them know that DJ P-Dog sent you, all right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right into this interview with Esther Jones. And on the other side of this, I got to get some things off my chest. I got some issues that I need to address concerning artists today. And I want to do all that after this interview. But right now, here's the interview with Esther Jones. Enjoy and I'll be back right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, I am back here on the show. The one and only DJ P-Dog in the mix. And I have a very special guest that is on the show. This is like our 100th attempt to make this happen. And we are finally here, ladies and gentlemen. I've got the one and only Miss Esther Jones. Esther Jones, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And this is this has been one of the interviews that I've been waiting for for a long time. Uh, we've been talking about this for months, okay, for months and months and months. And um, I had to get off the air for a little bit to to get some to clear my head a bit. And and we're we're through that, and now we're here, and we finally got you on the show. Welcome to the show. Um, and I'm excited because this is the first time in a long time that I've had a lady on the show. And so I'm excited that you are here with us today. How you doing? 
Oh, thank you. I'm excited too. I'm doing good. It's Friday. <laughs> so I'm excited. Um, it has been months that we've been planning this. So it's going to be good. It's going to be very beneficial to the artists, DJs, anybody who's listening in, you know? Well, that's the hope. That's the hope. And I, and I will hope that um, I know I'm going to learn something. That's why I'm so excited and amped about our talk, our discussion. And we got a lot of things that we want to talk about. But before we get into all that, I want people to kind of because they've got to know how legit you are. OK. First of all, it, it should be enough for them to know that you're legit because I've gone through the hoops. I've jumped over walls. I've I've gotten over barriers to get you on the show. So that should be enough in and of itself. But I want you to let people know who you are, what you do in the business. Um, and, and, and then we'll go from there. Yes. I thank you for your endorsement. Um, I am Esther Jones. I started off at 19 as a promoter at Nelly Inc. Um, Nelly, the famous rapper, <laughs> Grammy Award winning rapper in St. Louis. And from then on, I went to work, um, did different event parties, um, arena promotions, party promotions, um, album promotions, just helping artists in general. So I went on to do events with Maya, with um, Petey Pablo, just um, helping promotions in the city with Bone Thugs, just different DJs, the core DJs, just been a part of different events and different promotional. And then the last, the, the biggest one um, was I worked the Essence Festival down in New Orleans. So just behind the scenes, in between the scenes, in front of the scenes, and I did a lot of promotions. And then so the, this last two years I've been working um basically on being well not working on it but wrote a book and i finished and published it last year but then the year before last but i had a baby so i took a break and then now i'm back in full swing of things um i'm i'm an author and now i speak um regarding you know the artists and different um kind of the protocol of what not to do what to do how to improve your brain how to improve your image and so now here we are that's what i am i'm a speaker i'm an author and i do public relations for artists now you you've given us a lot there, and and this is where we got cut off the last time that we attempted to do this interview. So I'm very careful on how I'm about to ask this question because you said a lot, and we want to unpack a lot of what you just said that you've done and who you are. But I gotta ask you this: um, How did you get started in the business? So you're 19 years old, you're living in <laughs> St. Louis, you start to work for for Nelly Inc. and whatnot. How did you land that gig? Like, how did you, well, first of all, did you just wake up one morning and say, you know what, I want to do the music thing and, and, and this is where I'm going to go? Like, how did you get to that point where you even said, this is what I want to do with my life? That's an awesome question. Um, I didn't, it kind of fell in my lap, so to speak. So I was 19, and at the time, my mom and dad are from Mississippi, they, but they were living in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. I was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But when I got like 13, I moved to Tulsa in between my teenage life. So when I got 18, I seen a video of Nelly, the rapper, country grammar video. Oh, I'm wow. going down, baby. Yo, and I looked at the video. <laughs> no, it's so crazy. This is how it was. I looked at the video and I said, I'm about to go work for him. I want to work for him. And I seen that entertainment life. I seen how the rappers, I seen how the concerts went. And I was like, I want to go work. And, and, you know, I didn't say work in the entertainment industry. I said work for Nelly. I want to be a part of that. So then I went to a Snoop Dogg concert. I got my, one of my friends, um, the entourage, like one of my friends. So we was in the green room with Snoop Dogg. Okay. With Corrupt, okay. with the whole rest of connection. So then I say a month later, I called down to um, 
Nelly Inc. He has a corporation, but he also has a lot of nonprofits or under him. So for one was I mean it was Apple Bottoms, Pimp Juice, you know, um, just us for Jackie and for Show for Kids. So I talk, called his auntie and was like, um, do y'all need any help? <laughs> exactly what I said. I was like, I'll do anything. I can just start. You know, I just need to serve. I can do whatever. I can give y'all water, whatever you need. And so she <laughs> told me to come down. It was so crazy. She told me to come down for an event. Got me tickets. And from then on, I packed six bags on a Greyhound bus, and I went down for the event, not knowing where I was going to stay, not knowing nothing, wow. not knowing nobody at 19 on a Greyhound bus in the snow, dead of December in the winter. Wow. And from then on, that's how it started. <laughs> I got I to gotta be honest with you, because I, I remember when that song came out, and, <laughs> and it looks like you and I had totally two different perspectives. So you said, I want to go work for this guy. Do you know yeah. what I said when I heard that? I said, who is this guy singing nursery rhymes? A lot of people had that. A lot of people said that. So that's that's amazing. So basically, you had a goal, and you set your mind to it. You took that leap of faith, and you went. And so you get to St. Louis. You clearly land a gig there. And and how did things kind of go from there? Like, where do, where do you go? You're 19. You, you're green in the industry, I, I assume. <laughs> Um, yes. You know, you know nothing and, and you're saying, do you guys need help? I'll do anything. What were some of the things that, that, that you were doing to to get your foot really in the door um, during that time? And I'm, and I'm asking um, these questions for a reason, you know, what I'm yeah. saying? not just to get your background, but I want artists who hear this to hear that that you, there's a grind time in all of this. Like there's a it's not all glamour and glitz. You know, and so I'm yeah. hearing the hopping on the Greyhound, not knowing where you're going to stay. That's the realities. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's those are the realities. So you get to St. Louis and you get there and, and then what happens? Man. <laughs> so I spent one day in the shelter. Oh, wow. And I know it gets real. And, and then if you know St. Louis, it's cold. It's freezing cold in December. Off the arch, the, the river, the Mississippi River, it's freezing, it's freezing weather. And it's very dangerous in St. Louis. St. Louis is not a nice, friendly, welcome to St. Louis type of city. Like, if you really know the inner city, right, north, right. south, it's, it's not, it's cutthroat. So me, I'm, and just think about this, guy. Imagine this. I'm gully, you know, a pretty girl, don't even know nothing when I got myself into St. Louis. I'm, I'm literally naive. But then, once I start the internship, I, um... I spent the night over Nellie's mom's house and kind of made some connections, different stuff like that. So once I started the internship, I was there. You asking how did I start? I was there like mostly, I say at least four days out of the week because it was open. Sometimes it would be on tour, so they'd be gone. But usually when it's open, I'm there and helping, just doing the behind the scenes work. I mean, literally the first week, all I did was staple papers. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's kind of like. Started from I the bottom, now you're here. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and I took out the trash and I was like, I did errands. I did whatever. You, you remember that um, Puff Daddy had that, that show where right. the interns came in? Right. Yeah. Right. That's how it was. But my attitude, my attitude was everything. I have a beautiful mm. personality. And I love people. So my attitude was never like, oh, I need to be up on stage. I need to be have my name in lights. I need this. You know, I didn't come in demanding. I came in as a servant and was like, Anything y'all need me to do. I love it. I'm a part of the team. I love the brand. Whatever y'all need to do. Yeah, whatever I need to do to help make it work, I'll do it. So when I brought whatever I had, which is servant right now, I mean, I am a promoter. 
So I brought the word of mouth to the team. I brought good, positive energy, like outgoing to the team. You know, I brought encouragement. You know, when stuff, when parties wouldn't go bad, I mean, would go bad, I'd be like, or parties when no one would show up. You know, at the pimp juice parties, I was always an encouraged. And I brought creativity. So mm. I've always had to get creating ideas and saying, well, let's do it this way. Or we can do it this way next time. I think it'd be more people. So that's what they saw. And from then on, from the parties, I got more and more. I mean, literally from one, three, I say six months working as an intern and being at all the parties, DJs coming up to me. Like I met DJ Quick, all the core DJs coming like, um, I had all the DJs coming to me and asking me if I could work for them. Like, we need you on our team. So that's kind of like how it went from there, where I kept. And they told me, they, they the ones that told me, you a promoter. They would just hand me flyers. And I didn't know I was a promoter at the time. But by the end of the night, everybody in the club had a flyer. Everybody knew about the event. Everybody knew about what what um, what um, next single Nelly was releasing. Everybody knew everything that was going on the, of the brand that I was a part of. This is so interesting to me. It's it's interesting because you said you made mention about you guys had events. Now I assume that these were Nelly events where they were poorly attended. Yeah. So well, no, not Nelly. But it was it was okay. So it's, Nelly have a lot going on, right? It's okay. Nelly on the top. Then he had Apple Bottoms, you know, the brand, right. the women's clothing line. He had Pimp Juice, which was an energy drink. Got you. And some of the same lunatics would have parties and different stuff like that. And events for the children to raise money. Like basketball charities and that such. Got but you. some of the parties didn't have people there. So, yeah. So yeah. that's interesting that you that you stuck around and instead of facing the reality of what a lot of people say, yo, this is over. It's a wrap. You're, <laughs> you're trying to make the most of the situation and bring positive energy, positive vibe and great ideas to the table. That's interesting to me because I don't see that yeah. a lot today. I see a lot of people who will see that and they will get discouraged. Um, yeah. And walk and away and go, go ride a bigger train. <laughs> right. Right. That's, that's your story is intrigued me. So like I didn't I had no idea like you're taking out the trash yeah. you're stapling this is this is great this is good stuff and I think that all that leads up you're you're making connections along the way yes so what and was, uh, not only connections making relationships making so in this industry everybody you need you like people that are on the top that already done done it over and over and they already got a position if they got a million followers on that radio station they're looking for loyalty. Because the way that usually, unless you got it the wrong way, but if you get it the right way, you didn't put in some work, work, work. You're not just looking for somebody to be a party or ride with you who just looking for a, a moment of success or a spotlight. You know, I want my name. I want right. my name to be mine. You know? Right. So that's what I like. In between, even when Nelly was getting the biggest heat from the Apple Bottom, from the tip drill video, it was crazy. A lot of the women like boycotted his tour yeah. bus. Yeah. He was there at the office like, we don't care. We still out on the parties. We still repping him. We still got the shirts on. We still going to be loyal to the brand that we, we, we're a part of. So the good, the bad, and the ugly, you were there. <laughs> exactly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We roll with it. And the thing you is... Can only Grind with some, you can only shine with somebody once you didn't grind with them and been embarrassed with them and been, you know, put out with them. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah it's, it, it reminds me of that, you know, don't see where I am today unless you know my story. And I think this is great. 
um, that we're getting to hear a little bit about you and who you are and your story. This is um, this is good stuff. So yeah, you're you're promoting these parties. You're working with with Nelly, good, the bad, and the ugly. At what point do you begin to really create um, your own goals of what you want to do um, beyond that? Um, it would be like later in the years because I had to, I was only nineteen, so first I had to get legal, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then, so it would be, honestly, it would be, it wouldn't be until I was like 26, 26, 27, where I was like, I kind of need, I don't want to be behind someone else's spotlight. I don't want to be Nelly's girl, you know, known for Nelly's girl promoter. I have a bigger enough, and my name, I went back then, was Star Jones. My name is Esther, but Esther means star. So I was like, Star Jones has made enough buzz from being a hardworking promoter that I can go anywhere in the United States and get a job from all the networks I make. I can go to LA, I I can go to, you know, Florida, Dallas, Houston, Texas, Atlanta, wherever I choose. So 2007, I was like, well, let me go down to Miami. So my friend owned a club in Miami. And then, so I was like, I'm gonna go down there. But instead of going to Miami, I went back to where my mom them stay. And I kind of was like, let me just take a break. And because I had a change of heart, it was like, I, I want to kind of promote more positive stuff. I've seen a lot of, like, deaths in the club. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff after juven- juvenile concerts. So I was like, I don't want to be a hardcore promoter no more. I said, I want I don't want to be all about the money. So I kind of had to change heart in 2007. That's when I kind of was like, let me re- re- restructure my brand of Star Jones. And let me restructure my goals. So now I want to work with artists that's doing some positive stuff. I don't want to work with music that's cussing and, you know, talking about shooting up the hood and right, all that right, and right. booty. Shake it like you know. I I want to work with some on a higher, like a deeper level. You know, I want to work with something that's improving our black communities instead of just gunning them down. Yeah. So that's kind of where I made a brand for myself and was like, well, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna call it Integrity Promotions, and I'm gonna promote stuff that's really beneficial in, in the long run. You know, into our communities, Very- not just part and entertainment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what's up. Now I gotta ask you this because you've got you know you've got some time in the business and and i'm sure you see where the business is today um where you know album sales across the board have gone down yeah how different was the music business back then compared to what it is now oh my gosh it's there's no comparison because we didn't have the social media Mm. like i had facebook page i had no instagram account right all the people that knew me they knew me from being on the scene. They knew me from going to their events and supporting them. You know, they knew me, like the DJs who knew me, they knew me because if they was at the club, whatever, I'm in a DJ booth talking about, talking to them, talking about how was they day, what artists are they working on, what, um, you know, I'm learning from, I'm telling like, so what, what is the hardest thing that you're going through right now? Because a lot of DJs was dealing with artists who didn't know, appreciate the DJs. A lot of them was dealing with artists who didn't know about the grind, you know, who don't a lot of, like to pay their respects. And so back then, there was no social media. So this is all in person. I'm going to the events. I'm supporting people. I'm always on the scene. Like, anything's happening, you go see me at the event. Whether it's Hip Hop Wars, that, Florida, Atlanta, I was there. Yeah. So that's kind of like the network was on the, the feet doing the groundwork network. So that's kind of how the music industry changed because it's no more, like, you you can have a social media, media persona. And you could be one way on social media, like a, a good grinder, whatever. But 
the artist in person, you have to have that personal feel. And you have to have yeah, a, a, yeah. a person that, you know, and that network, that network feel. You know, not just on social media, but we do, we, like, we have a real life behind, so a real grind behind social media. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, because I, I want to get into what are, what you're doing now as a publicist. Um, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I gotta, like, give us, give us one. Okay, give us one story. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> I know you've got a, a ton, okay? And you could yeah. probably write a book on that alone, right? <laughs> give us one good story of 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 something that you've experienced during that era, that that two thousand era, the early two thousand era in the business. Give us one good story. Like what type of good story? What based on what? Like networking? Uh, based on artists i don't know i i kind of feel like i want some dirt right now that's that's what i oh, God. No. Uh, let me see 2001 <laughs> um shoot it was so much going on uh okay hold on let me think <laughs> <laughs> no it, uh, it could be anything it could be anything it could be anything um uh, just something that you've experienced in the business well let, let me ask you let me, let me ask you this what okay. what is something that you've experienced in the business that made you possibly second guess if this is what you really want to do wow that's a deep one because i mean sleeping i mean sleeping in the shelter didn't do it so i'm sure that something had to do it what was that thing that made you second guess is this really for me um i would say it was the i i gave okay so we was it was a concert emergency concert and we was out in the county in st louis north county and a guy, so after Murphy, Murphy was headline. It wasn't his concert. It was other people. But then a guy after the Murphy concert had got shot. Oh, wow. Over, over a dice game. Wow. We were at the, it's like a, it was a concert, but it was inside. It was a hotel, like surrounded by a hotel, if that makes sense, to paint the picture. So we all had rooms at the hotel and he was down. And all I heard, I didn't know what was happening. It was like five, four in the morning, 4.30. But you know how people just go off to their hotel room smoking or whatever. And they would start playing dice. They played playing. And then he got shot over a dice game. And the people who killed him was with, was new, like Murphy Lee. They was with the Dirty Entertainment Camp from the same from the same area. And so when I came out of my hotel room, I'm all on adrenaline rush. And I'm running to give CPR to the guy. And I'm in a pool of blood. But before I, and I'm sobering up. Because before I know it, I'm already doing CPR to this guy. I'm trying to save his life and so afterwards i found out that they was with you know the dirty entertainment people shot him you know and so i'm kind of like wow and so when i'm coming back in on the scene people kind of looking at me kind of like huh like you gave cpr to the dude that for our people shot does that make sense so it's kind of like in that time then chingy and him was having beef and it was kind of, and then the Shanti, the whole murder ink with Earth got, it was a lot of like yeah. distrust and loyalty going up. So in that, in the air, it was distrust everywhere. People was just like, we don't know about everybody. You know, everybody was questioning everything. <laughs> so kind of like when then, when I was like, I kind of went home like maybe a week later before that. And I was like, I've been loyal all these years and now my loyalty is getting questioned. So first of all, what I need to know is, who are these people I've been riding with for real? Like, do I even know who I'm riding with? Because they they just killed somebody over a dice game. So what are we really doing? So that was my sober moment. That'll do it. Um, 
That and and here's the thing. I if I was anybody in your camp and I would say, yo, this this young lady stapled papers and took out trash and slept in a shelter. If anybody's yeah. loyalty shouldn't be questioned, it should be hers. You know? Yeah. That's what I would be saying. But fast forward, because here we are in 2017, 2018, and you're a publicist now. Is, is that correct? I am. Okay, so you got to unpack that because a lot of people don't know. Like they hear, you know, one of the things that I, I, I've learned about musical artists and, and talent in general they like to throw words around, you know, to, to make them yeah. sound bigger than what they are. Um, but tell us exactly what is a publicist? What is what is the the job description of a publicist? What do you do, and what is your relation to the artist? A publicist basically is the person that gets you exposure in a way of media in the way of press in a way of write-ups meaning the person that does the calls the person that does the emails behind okay let's say if you wanted to be on the you know go even like um let's say let's let's say for instance at the grammys okay the public person that helps you with your speech if you win an award the public is the person that be like Come, you come down the red carpet. I'm in your ear telling you now. This is her. You need to talk to her. This is her. That's the one that wanted you to do. You know, the the one that you to get on the single. And this is the. So basically, the artists are coming down. If you ever seen the artists in behind the scenes, they have usually three people: assistants, publicist, and a manager. And then you got their DJs that they bring in different eyes. But the people around them are the people that's basically telling them all the business side. So the artist works on the entertainment, all the fans, woo crowds, appearances. So public, the back, the, the out, the, we all call behind the curtains. We like to call it behind the curtains. People gets you out there. They've set up the appearances. If you just got a, um, a, um, you just got a new product. We do indoor. We do, um, where you can appear at the mall, you know, and kind of like give out some free samples. Like we do the creative, the creative niche where we can get your product, where it's music, whether it's you got just got sneakers or shoes out, whether it's cologne, we get your product out and you, your brand in general, out to the public. So we're like the bridge. Out to the public first, the audience, out to the news people, the press, to get you press, out to the people who have the connections that you want to be in. So the public has connections to the different producers on BET, different producers at MTV. And depending on what type of public you are and how long you've been in the game, the more connection you have, the better, the, the higher clientele you have. So how does it work for the, the relationship, the, well, the business relationship between the artist and the publicist? Like, how does that work? Is it the same? Say, as, what, what is the relation between the publicist and the artist from a business standpoint? Like, how do you... How would the artist pay you to do your service? Is it like a retainer fee or, you know? No, that retainer fee is more for manage, management and booking. Um, Publics get their, their money. You usually go month to month. Like, you usually sign, like, a year contract, but you pay month to month. So every month on the top of the month, you pay your publicist, and then she gets you all the press and all the stuff and work. You work from, so you can pay her first or him. It could be him, you know? And then... They kind of get you all the appearances, all the different cities, all the different connections, all the different networks. And then you you keep paying like every month. Does that make sense? That's the relationship. It, it does make sense. So 
Here's what I want to do right now, and I, I don't have this in my notes. This is coming straight off the top of my head. Come and on, I, and I'm, run down. And I'm, and I'm asking this question, and I want you to, to you know, because you're in the profession, you can kind of, you know, kind of give me what you think it should be. And I'm asking this question because I know the people who are listening to this could very well potentially be a client. Um, yeah. Of, of yours one day because we're going to plug that at the end of the show so y'all stay tuned because you're going to get the information here in a minute but let's say an artist comes to you a new rapper and he's got a brand new single and he says he says esther i want to hire you to be my publicist what would be some of the things that you would do with that artist um first <laughs> i'm gonna see if i even like the music and want to work with him very nice very nice the music I can't push it sometimes I know my DJs I know the type of um, I know the type of the music that they listen for sometimes the quality is not up to the standard sometimes the lyrics are just boring like anybody they're not gonna feel it you know I know I kind of have an ear for music so I listen to the music first off and so from that if it's a hit and I'd be like oh man I think you know you kind of like imagine it you know like you a DJ when you hear the music you're like oh they're gonna feel this in the Bay Area they're gonna feel this in you know you kind of like oh yeah I got an audience of 46 that's gonna feel this so yeah. you kind of like yeah. so if it's a hit then I'm like well let me um let me see how he is as a person because it's not just about money it's also mm. You didn't work with how they feel about you. What's your associations? How do your social media look? Are you cussing people out? Are you going, you know, are you bad mouthing people that I know personally, you know? Because I'm going to see how yo, like, what's your track record? So basically, and you want to make sure that whoever you represent is a good look for you as well. Definitely. Because the thing about it, if I represent you, you also represent me. So if I send you to a Let's say you get an R A and R listening party in New York with the t the hottest in on labels, and you go there and act a fool, <laughs> act a straight nut. Like that's not a good look. They gonna look, you know, they're not even gonna. They don't know you, so they're not gonna look at you crazy. They're gonna be like, oh, just another crazy artist. But they, the first question they are gonna ask is, who sent this person? Like who let you in? Who let you in? Who told me about you? Think about it. Endorsement and rec recommendations go so far like you can get a right endorsement from one person and because that person is solid and because i trust that person i'm gonna automatically open my doors to you does that make sense absolutely like if you, it's like if you and you go to your mama's house right the record is your mama's house or the record deal is this big labels that y'all see that y'all want y'all want in or big platforms if you go to the mama's house which is the record deal of the labels and you come which is the public and you bring somebody with you your mom gonna automatically let you in because i know her that's my I, that's my people's. But if I bring you with me and you act up, your mom gonna be like, "Who is that crazy?" <laughs> like then the next time you ask to bring somebody, she gonna be like, "Um, who who are they? Like where you know them from?" And you gonna so basically your reputation gonna be questioned if you bring somebody crazy, shady, got a bad attitude, do bad business, ungrateful. Does that make sense? You get Absolutely. my you get my drift. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I hope that, you know, artists, as you're listening to this, everything that you do affects where you go with your career. So like she's saying, if she goes to your social media, you cursing people out or you've dogged out somebody that that could put your situation in jeopardy, depending on who you work with. So this is really good information. 
because that's public relations. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. Because I always hear like when, you know, when you watch TV and the movies and, and a more so in politics or in the entertainment industry, something crazy happens. They always say, oh, this is going to be a PR nightmare, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I, yeah. Yeah. Because we get to, we have to clean up all the trash. We have to clean up all the dirty work. If you go crazy, like the thing with Tyrese, you know the different stuff that's going on, or even with Russell Simmons, all this stuff coming out. The P, their PR people are going. I know they're not getting no sleep. Bad <laughs> <laughs> press. Anytime you have bad press, that reflects on your public. They the ones that have to make a statement. They the ones that be like. Oh my gosh! Get off of Twitter, Donald Donald Trump. You know if it's if he, they would take his Twitter account and just be like, never again can you download Twitter. We blocked this from your phone because you are really saying stuff. You just messing everything up. Your reputation right now is tarnished because of Twitter. So a good public would be like, I advise you to get off of Twitter. You know? Yeah. There it he, is. But, there it is. Yeah. There it is. So. Um, you've got a book, The Force yeah. Behind the Stars. Talk to us about the book. Talk to us about where we can get it from. Give us, give, give me, give us your pitch. Okay, you're a publicist. You've done. You've given us the layout of the land of what you've done. Now, tell us about the book. Give us the pitch. Tell us all about your book. The Force Behind the Stars. It is your backstage pass. If you ever want to know what goes on in the music industry, you ever want to know what really goes on when the cameras go off, what happens at the Grammy after party, after, after, after the Waffle House parties. That's what I, <laughs> I give you the juice. I give you the tea. Like, I give you the, I mean, I give it to you raw. I'm telling you about, I mean, for real, like the sex parties, the, the parties, the industry, the under the table, hand and money, all type of crazy stuff. I tell you how I, I tell you my story though. As an artist, you gotta understand the grind and you gotta understand the levels. So I give you the, the my story on how I started. I also give you on what to do and what not to do. I break down the protocol. I break down loyalty. I break down what it takes. Like after you read my book, you should be like, I know if I go into a setting, I know what how to handle myself, how to carry myself. I know how to handle myself in situations that go sour, you know, in business deals. I still know how to handle it properly, you know. As an artist in the entertainment industry, yep. There it is. So I, I, I tell you what, I promise you that all these award shows and all these big entertainment events, Waffle House should sponsor like all of them. Because <laughs> if you, that's what. Listen, I have been to the Waffle House so many times after award shows, hanging out with friends and all sorts of the entertainment business. Waffle House is the spot. It goes down at the Waffle House. <laughs> people don't even get it. They don't even. Maybe a lot of they people do. But, they don't um, get it. That that All Star <laughs> Breakfast is the business. That's all I'm saying. Waffle House, I love it. Waffle House can send me the check later for that endorsement for that plug. <laughs> but nonetheless, so Esther, listen, let everybody know. Well, one, let me ask you this: as a from the publicist standpoint, um, are you working with any artists right now, and are you looking for artists to work with? Um, so I'm in kind of a, 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 a transition stage. Um, I do public relations, of course, but, and I've been doing that for years. So I'm doing more, I'm writing more books and I'm speaking more. So if there's anybody who need me to come, and I, and I don't want people like you, y'all get frustrated <laughs> at artists. 
So if y'all don't have the patience no more for artists and you want me to come speak at your conference, if you want me to come teach art, like I had a group that's going to fly me into North Carolina, Charlotte, just to teach her band and her musicians on how to, you know, on what, what to do and what not to do and how to be prepared, like how to build your brand the right way. So the DJs or the industry professionals, when you get to that door, you won't be like, I'm not. Oh, I don't even got that. You got to run back. So how to be prepared. So I, I teach more like music one-on-one classes of how to be prepared. So now I'm doing more teaching and speaking. But I do, I'm working with one choreographer. Naomi, she's out of um, Atlanta. She's a celebrity choreographer. I work with, ne um, not Nelly, but Usher, B um, Beyonce, TLC. She's on tour right now. Missy Elliott. She's different. She's one of their top dancers. But as far as rappers and entertainers, I'm not working with nobody right now. So, I mean, I'm looking for it, but I'm, I'm kind of looking for a specific person. You know, you got to be a specific artist for me to work with you right now. Just because my, my, me as a person and my brand of, of um, writing books and speaking is kind of taken off. So, yeah. it, it, you know, you can always get at me. We never know what we could do. I would love to come out and speak at an event and do an event and collaborate for events. You know, but I'm more, I'm more into workshopping and helping the artists to speak. At, you know, speak at people workshops to kind of help prepare artists. Yeah, and it's definitely needed. And you know, the reality of it is, I I respect you um, even more. Like I've 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 gotten to see some things from afar, and I think this conversation has really helped me even to respect your knowledge even the more. I mean, you, you staple papers that took out trash for crying out loud. So you you've got some, you've you've got you've earned your stripes. You've paid your dues. The ice, the, the coolers. <laughs> <laughs> now, they didn't make you walk across town for cheesecake or nothing, did they? Yeah. Oh, no, Nelly is nice. <laughs> okay, okay. I think Diddy just did that for TV. I think that was just good TV. That's all that was. But nonetheless, yeah. um, let, let me ask you this question, because you said you're looking for a specific kind of artist. What would that What would that look like? What What kind of artist are you looking for? Just in case that person could be listening right now. Um, kind of one that's, um, one that has, um, I would say this, that, that has national recognition, you know, or an international recognition and they just kind of need, let's say if they wanted to start a nonprofit or they wanted to do something kind of branch off or do something different, but like in the music, but do something different. Like let, let's say documentaries or start doing movies, you know? So I'm still working, willing to work with artists, meaning rappers and R&B singers. But I also want somebody who's multi, like multi, you're looking for multiple streams of income. So you do a nonprofit, you do something else in the communities. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's um, kind of because that's where my brand is going. And I, I love music and I love, you know, promoting it. But like I kind of got like bigger goals in mind. So people who's um, working kind of with a more global mindset, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And the reality of it is anybody who gets into any form of entertainment should be thinking multiple streams of income, right? Because the music stops <laughs> and the money stops. Real talk. <laughs> you can't rap forever. <laughs> Seriously. You got to have something else. These young people coming through, you know, I call them bubblegum rappers, but they like, they taking, they, they definitely change the game. It's different now. Yeah. Yeah. So Esther, how can people get in contact with you give us the social plugs your website whatever where your book is available give us all those plugs 
Definitely. The Force Behind the Stars um, is on Amazon. It will be in Barnes & Noble, and it's going to be a movie. Look out for it, The Force Behind the Stars. But I am Esther Jones. So social media, all Esther Jones. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. My website is getting revamped. I got to take new pictures since I had the baby. <laughs> but um, other than that, just hit me up, inbox me, DM me. I'm very down to earth. I'm very relatable. I will get back to you. I will. I love to reach when people reach out to me, and I'll get back to them. And we can talk business. We can just, you know, if you just buy the book, we can just talk about the um, build relationship, period. Just about a lot about the industry. You can have a connection, you know? <laughs> so just hit me up and um, let's connect. Social media, Esther Jones, and then get the book, The Force Behind the Stars on Amazon. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, the great Esther Jones. We finally, finally, I hope I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to knock on wood right now. Just in case something happens to this recording or something. that. But I don't think it will. But nonetheless, we yeah. made it happen. Esther, thank yeah. you so much for taking time out of your schedule to, to hang out with me here on the show. And I hope that um, that your career will continue to flourish. And I hope that the information that you've given here will help artists who listen, who really listen to flourish um, as well. I know I've learned a lot just in these few moments. And then I hope that, um, cause I'm going to, I'm going to go purchase the book as well. And I hope that, um, that I get more information out of that. Cause I need, I'm looking into that, that PR situation um, for myself right now. Yeah. You and need so, help. <laughs> oh yeah the kid needs help the kid needs help and so you never know i might be that next guy you, you you've been yeah. you may be describing dj p dog in the mix you know? exactly yeah. i'll be referring to having an event in north carolina so i'll be there i know you own tour but we should look up sometime i'll be back in the summer too so cool well we'll we've got a lot of great things that's happening here in the city of durham um yes. I'm, I'm heavily involved with the hip-hop community um, yes. I know you were. I know you were here um, not too long ago, um, yep. but I'm involved in you know the more of the underground hip hop scene, and we do a lot of festivals here. And one of the things that we love to do is stuff like this, where we bring people in just to have these kinds of conversations. And so, yes. being that I'm one of the guys that's kind of on that committee, I'm definitely going to let them know you guys got to get Esther Jones here. Yes. Period, point blank. You got to make it happen. Let's do it. We got to equip these artists. Have them be ready, you know? Yeah. So, so the, yeah, the industry, industry professionals can equip me and frustrate it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that was yeah. one of, that's, and honestly, that's where I'm at right now with my show. Like, I wow. wanted to bring people like yourself because, you know, I'm extremely frustrated, okay? Yeah. From the extreme side of it. To the point where I was ready to say, man, you know what? These artists, they don't get it. Stop hitting me up. Don't send me yeah. no music. Your artwork is trash. And even there if it's is. good, even if the song is good, I say, yo, man, what's your plan? Oh, I just want people to hear it. That's not good enough. Get out of here. I don't have time. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So oh. my, goal, my thing is, instead of venting my frustrations, okay? Yeah. I'm going to not only vent my frustrations, but I want to right. bring some solutions to the table. So more people like yourself, I'm bringing onto the show. Um, I've already been talking you up to a lot of people, and they're interested to hear this episode. Um, I, I just got the phone with a friend of mine who's working in Hollywood, um, who's yes. working in the entertainment business on the movie scene, and, and yes. I'm bringing him on the show, and I was telling him about you, and he says, man, I'm really interested to hear what she's got to say. And so I'm hoping yes. that a lot of people get it. Um, and understand, this is a marathon and not a sprint. 
Um, yes. You and and it sounds like for you, I mean, we're in 2018 now, and you know, Nelly came out with that song "Country Grammar" in the 2000s, um, early 2000, 99, 2000, and to see that you're still here, you know, that's a testimony in and of itself. And so, I appreciate you taking the time out to come here on my show, and um, hopefully, we will continue to work and, and catch up soon. Yes, we definitely will. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So there you guys have it. The great Esther Jones, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, please go check out her book, man. One of the things that I tell artists today, you've got to educate yourself. And again, I'm bringing people onto this show to, to give you guys an education. Check out her book, The Force Behind the Stars. All right. You can get her book by going to Amazon.com and just type in The Force Behind the Stars by Esther Jones. Listen, guys, you got to support people who are trying to get information to you. And not only that, you've got to support yourselves by educating yourselves on the business. All right. I, I get, uh, you know, I had some conversations with some record label guys this this past week, and I've been seeing a lot of things on my timeline on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DJP Dog, by the way. Make sure you guys go check me out there. And an artist had put this post up on on his timeline, man. And I'm gonna pull it up and read it because I was so frustrated when I saw this. And he was like, you know, book me for your event. No church or budget is too small. You know, and, and stuff like that, bro. That's like a cry for for desperation to try to get booked to me. It's almost like taking a gun and shooting your, your career in the foot. That's what that is to me. I put up a post um, on my Instagram, and I said, artists, please stop using outdated strategies to advance your career. Put out good music and learn the music business. Here's where I'm at today, ladies and gentlemen. I, I get to meet a lot of artists, and they always tell me stuff like, hey, man, can you check out my music and tell me what you think? You guys know here, I used to do the show Slam It or Jam It. I had to stop doing it because what frustrated me the most, even if the music was good, guys had no plans for what to do with that music. So at this point in my career, I'm no longer interested in listening to your music, okay? I want to hear what your plan is. We can fix the music, all right? If you got a good plan and a good strategy, but you, you need help putting out good music, we can fix that. Okay, we can think through that. We can talk through that. But we can't think through and talk through if you don't have a good plan. Artists, you got to have a good plan and a great place to go to. I, I just got off the phone with another artist. We talked for over an hour. All right. Giving him wisdom and knowledge, giving him everything that I got. But ultimately, there's a website that you guys can go to. It's not going to give you a plan but it can give you the tools you need to create your plan as an artist, okay? I'm going to beat this website into the ground because I can't believe it's free. Blogs.sonicbids.com, okay? Go there, spend time there, get to work, do what you got to do, get your plan together, and let's go make it happen. I don't want to hear your music no more if you don't have a plan. This is why I stopped playing music, folks, because I don't want to play music for artists who ain't got no plan. I'm tired of playing music for artists this year, and then in the next two years, you don't know where the heck they are anymore. That day for me is done. That day is over. It's a wrap. 
If you don't have a plan, I can't do nothing for you. Great saying that's out there. If you don't have a plan, then you plan to fail. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Next episode, I got some very special guests coming on. I got my man, Jay Beats Exclusive, who's going to be joining me on the next episode here on DJ P-Dog in the mix. And not only him, but a very good friend of ours, my man, Austin Lewis, who is currently working on the Marvel film Venom. Okay? These are the caliber of people I'm bringing onto the show. I've got him coming onto the show to share some of his wisdom and insight. So you don't want to miss that right here on DJ P-Dog in the mix. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show, and hopefully you'll join me for the next one. All right? I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Follow DJ P-Dog, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P-Dog.